Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A federal court grants relief for two of our military members in the Navy SEAL-1 case. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me to discuss this important development is Holly Mead. Well, this is federal judge Stephen Meriday from Tampa, Florida, and we have a lawsuit on behalf of 30 men and women of all branches of the military, including a request for class certification to represent all of the men and women in all of the branches of the military who are facing these unconstitutional Biden shot mandates. Well, two of them recently got a preliminary injunction in a case where we have pressed because they were about ready, Holly, to be disciplined on February 2 and 3, Lieutenant Colonel of the United States Marines, and then also a commander of a Navy warship. They received this preliminary injunction. And this judge literally scathingly rebuked the military and the Department of Defense for violating the federal law known as the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Absolutely. You know, in his order, Judge Mary Day, who is very thorough, by the way, and very fair, wrote in the order, the Navy and Marine Corps failed to demonstrate the individualized to the person analysis required when reviewing Navy commanders or Lieutenant Colonel Two's request for religious exemption. The defendant's justifications for denying a religious accommodation to Navy commander and Lieutenant Colonel Two are elementally inadequate under RIFRA. Yeah, that, in fact, that's very important because he said, they failed to demonstrate, quote, individualized to the person. Now, that's very important. Why? Because what has happened in this case is there's 24,000-plus religious exemptions that have been filed in all the different branches of the military. And the military hasn't been looking at their, each specific case. Right. It's just been denying them across the across board. Across the board. They've been saying, well, we have a compelling interest uh, to prevent COVID and to have mission readiness. And are relieving you of your command and discharging you from the military is the least restrictive means available. Right. That's just a general blanket, and he says that you're using blanket language with magic words. That's right. what you're doing. You're using the magic words of com compelling interest and least restrictive means, and you're doing it as a blanket all the way across, but you're not actually individually looking at the people. For example, commander of this Navy warship. He has been deployed during covid before the COVID shots, after the COVID shots, before the mandates, after the mandates, and he's been able to engage his ship with 324 people on board and been very capable of engaging in military readiness and accomplishing the mission. So when you look at the past with regards to him, how can they have a compelling interest? How can just one more person on that ship be so important to get the shot that if they don't have the shot, it'll undermine everything and destroy their mission readiness? When in fact, he already has had COVID, so he has natural immunity, and there has been no interruption in their mission throughout all this 
time period. Right, but on the other hand, you look at all the training and expertise he has to be able to command a missile ship. Yeah, so how can the least restrictive means be completely separating somebody of that quality, courage, experience, and skill from the military? Right. How can that be? You just literally separate him from the entire military and stop his career simply because he refuses because of religious convictions to take a COVID shot. The judge was scathing in his rebuke of the military. He also said that if there is, listen to this, he goes, quote, I love this, because the military said, well, this would be substantial disruption if you grant them their request and that you're commandeering the military. He says, quote, to the extent a substantial disruption results from the defendant's systemic failure to assess a religious exemption request to the person, the harm suffered by the defendants results only from the defendant's own failure to comply with RIFRA, close quote. In other words, if you complied with the law, you wouldn't have this situation that you're facing. And the military was defiant during the hearing and in their briefing. They've been defiant, said, Judge, you have no authority over the military. And, you know, the judge came back at them during the nine-hour hearing before he issued this preliminary injunction. He said, I have no interest in managing the schools. I have no interest in managing the prisons. I have no interest in managing the military. He said, but you know what? I have a lot of school cases and I have a lot of prison cases. And when the schools or the prisons don't comply with the law, I, as a judge, am obligated under the Constitution to address their noncompliance with the law. Bingo. And when the military doesn't comply with the law, the judges in the federal courts have jurisdiction mm -hmm. to address the noncompliance of the military. Right. The military thinks it's above the law and not allowing these religious exemptions. And the judge, he, you know, you could tell he knew that's why he ordered these filings every other week for them to show how many religious exemptions have you granted, how many medical exemptions have you granted. And he saw there's the proof in the pudding right there. Right, because they had granted medical exemptions. So in other words, they've allowed unvaccinated mm -hmm. people. Here's the other thing, by the way, particularly in some of these military branches, they allow people who are part of the clinical trials to be part of the military without being separated. Some of these people that are part of the clinical trials have received placebos. So you're in a clinical trial. There's two people. One person gets the actual drug, in this case the COVID shot. The other person gets something else that may be a saline or sugar shot. It's not the COVID drug or the injection. And then they decide which one is working. So they're giving you a placebo. So in other words, there are people in the military that are part of the COVID trials or have been part of the COVID trials that got placebos, not the COVID shots. They have not received the quote vaccine and they are allowed to participate and continue in the military. Those are in addition to the medical exemptions. Right, who are not vaccinated on the ship, but yet all of a sudden if you have a religious exemption, you have to get the jab. Right, and so that what's the difference? You have, you have three people standing there. None of them have the shot. One, because of a medical exemption. Right. The second one, because they're in a clinical trial and they got a placebo, so they don't have the shot. The third one is the person who has the sincere religious belief that they don't want to defile their bodies with these drugs that used aborted fetal cells in their testing or development or for any other reason. They didn't want to defile their bodies with these 
mRNA injections or whatever. Two of them are able to survive in the military. They're able to get promoted. They're able to carry out their uh, engagements, their duties. One of them, no, doesn't matter how qualified they are, you get discharged from the military. That's blatant discrimination. Why? Why blatant. the difference? Because one of them has the reason for not getting right. the shot, not medical, not a clinical trial, but because of their faith. Right. That is very clear religious discrimination. Absolutely. And that's what the military has been doing. And they have operated as though they are above the law. They are saying that these individuals that refuse to get the shots are violating a lawful order, when in fact, when you read this judge's decision, who is engaging in the unlawful activity? It's the military. It's Biden's Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin. It's Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. And it comes from Biden to the Secretary of Defense and from the Secretary of Defense to the top commanders in the military. And then they are abusing these men and women in the military. And our so judge much, sees that. And yeah. our judge sees it. So we're continuing to press to make sure that all the men and the women of the military are protected with their religious convictions and rights. Otherwise, what happens if we are not there to defend them? And we're the only ones defending all of the classes of the military from all the different branches. Then what will happen and what is happening, what Biden is intended to do is to purge the military of Christians, of believers, people that are devout, who take their faith seriously. This is a very serious assault on our men and women in the military, and it's a serious assault on the Constitution and certainly our religious freedom. We will not stand by and allow that to happen. Pray for this case and go to Liberty Council's website for more information and to support this ministry, lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. Become an active partner of Liberty Council and make a difference in your community and across the nation. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.